1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com.
0: Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com with Craig and Paul, David Smoke, 365 Sports. Mickey, thanks for your time. Uh, would do you think Dan Quinn has lost any luster? And if he doesn't get one of the two remaining jobs, is everything fine with him coming back to Dallas?
2: Yeah, I would uh, think so. Uh, And I don't know about the luster. If if the playoff game was like his first interview uh, for a head coaching job, I would say it didn't go very well. Uh, But there was, you know, some mitigating circumstances in that game from a personnel standpoint that they tried to cover and certainly didn't do so successfully. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't see them saying, Oh, we're going to go outside and hire a new defensive coordinator. Uh, I think he's still a valued member uh, of the coaching staff as Mike McCarthy sort of went out of his way during that final uh, press conference to point out. Uh, Mickey, Mickey, let's
1: just say he does get the Seattle or the Washington job. Do you think that that would be an internal hire
2: like Joe Witt or Al Harris? Um, I could see the possibility of, uh, Joe Witt, uh, to keep it kind of consistent, uh, in house. I think if you remember when, uh, Quinn missed, uh, some time, he was kind of the acting, uh, defensive coordinator, uh, I think that, you know, more goes into being the guy in the front of the room than just doing a good job with your particular uh, player group, uh, whatever it is, linebacker, cornerbacks, whatever. Uh, you've got to be somewhat be able to, corner, to, you know, get up in front of the room and convey the message that you want to get done, uh, which I think is also part of the – you know, the, the, the somewhat of the problem with the, the head coaching searches. Just because you're doing a hell of a job as an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator doesn't mean that you automatically uh, are the guy to get up in front of the whole team and and run the whole operation. You know, you're good at what you do, and too many times, I think, when those guys get promoted to head coaches, they hire somebody to do the job they had done so well to get the job in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, if, I mean, if you look at, uh, and I got reminded of this the other day, I was watching, uh, Oh, it was, uh, Joe Buck when he had that, uh, that interview show and he had Jimmy Johnson on it. Right. And, you know, Jimmy was never really a defensive coordinator any, anywhere, but he got hired, uh, as a head coach at Oklahoma state. And he was, you know, very good at being a CEO uh, and, and and commanding the room when he was in charge. And, and I think there's some of that that has to go into being a head coach uh, more than just being able to coordinate an offense or coordinate a defense.
1: Mickey, the Cowboys only have five picks in this draft because they have, have traded. I mean, last year, you know, obviously Gilmore and Cooks uh, come in, um, and we'll see if Gilmore comes back or not. That, that'll that be uh, to be determined when they get into the free agency part of this. Do you expect them to uh, maybe try and acquire more? Is there – Some on the roster they could trade to do that? Or is this a team that kind of has to go for it with those five and supplementing through free agency?
2: Well, uh, and they, by the way, they also used the pick on Eric Scott to trade up into the sixth round. Right. Uh, last year who ended up being inactive all, all season long. Um, well they'll, they'll have a couple compensatory picks, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would imagine two, one for Dalton Schultz and one for Connor McGovern. Uh, both guys started the whole season, uh, Buffalo and Houston. So that should get them to seven uh, and, you know, and then go from there. So, yeah, I don't know where they got excess that somebody is going to give them a fifth round pick, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you got anybody in mind. Uh, no, I mean, like,
1: not really. I mean, like, but I mean, you know, yeah, because like there's nobody really in mind because they have some some huge gaps, like at linebacker. You know, Leighton Vander Esch probably not coming back at all to the NFL uh, based on his his injury. So like, there's not really like a a glut, and they've got some free agents going out the door. I, that's why I asked you is like they're somewhere. Yeah,
2: I mean if you think about it, Paul, they, they got 16 unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's a pretty big portion of your 53 man roster. Uh, and obviously, you you know, you're not, you can't trade those guys. Uh, and, and I don't know where they've got such great depth at any position that they could, you know, shed somebody. I mean, they've got more positions they need help at linebacker, running back, uh, cornerback, uh, defensive line. Uh, you know, I can, I can go on and on, you know, I don't know if you can get anything for, you know, they've got, uh, probably an excess of tight ends uh, but they used all of them that they had this year Uh, so yeah I I, you know but what are you going to get a fifth or sixth round pick Uh, yeah I I don't know that they can go that route to benefit them greatly
0: Mickey I know that the franchise has uh, always something circling it they're very popular whatever but Oh, my God, you have the Micah Parsons, uh, what, brother or whoever, mother, cousin, sister, whoever. What is the deal? Why can't those people just shut up?
2: And I agree with you. And you know what? I I have always maintained that social media is going to be the death of our society. And I think we're getting closer and closer to it, by the way. We're not moving in the other direction. People just can't help themselves. They, 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 everybody's got to have a, a voice. Everybody's got to have a word. Uh, and, and sometimes it, the, there, there's not a filter there that's needed uh, before you push the button, right? Uh, and, and yeah, and it's amazing. And I don't know if that happens anywhere else, but certainly if it happens with the Cowboys, then the rest of the world knows, right? Uh, I was just telling somebody uh, today, uh, you know, it's like, okay, the Cowboys got beat in the playoffs. Uh, well, you know what? So did Buffalo. And no one's calling for McDermott's head. Uh, no one's saying they need to move on from Josh Allen. He's overpaid. Uh, and they haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1993. Uh, but, again, it, you know, it, it's part of being, you know, the Cowboys. I mean, it's just part of it, and it always will be. Uh, for better or for worse, uh, you know, that's always the headline that's going to attract attention. So, yeah, I, I, that, that stuff just wears me out when people got to get on X. And if I see that one more time, formerly known as, you know, whatever. <laughs> Prince. I, how many times do I have to read that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ah, almighty, I sound like an old man get off my lawn, right? There's nothing wrong with being an old man and asking people to get, <laughs> get off your lawn.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the, what's going to happen to your lawn if you tell them not to? Yeah, they could ruin exactly. it. Yeah, uh, right? <laughs> uh, Mickey, do you expect Tony Pollard to be
2: back? I think it's uh, it comes down to market value. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to you know what other people think he's worth. I, I don't know that you know, in the situation they're in, I'm sure they would like him back, but at what cost? Uh and and you know, another thing is what do you do in the draft? Uh because uh, I, this Jamar uh the, the running back from Detroit. Jameer Gibbs Jamar yeah. Gibbs
0: Jameer Gibbs, Gibbs,
2: yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Was he a first round pick? He, he was, was twelfth. Mm-hmm. So are are the days now not numbered to get a running back in the first round? Because he was pretty darn good and had a lot to do with the offensive success uh, that uh, Detroit had. So, uh, you know, Pollard and and Rico Dotto are unrestricted free agents. Um, You know, can you afford to lose both? Does anybody want them? Uh, You know, and one of the things that stood out to me watching these playoff games was the ability of some of these running backs, James Cook, another one, uh, their ability to make people miss. And and, and it kind of occurred to me that Tony Pollard's kind of a straight line runner, Uh, not that elusive, very fast. And that's his calling card. Uh, But I don't know that he makes people miss the way some of those guys I saw in these playoff games, making people miss. Uh, So, um, yeah, that, that, that's one of the things that they're going to have to decide. And I don't know that they'll overpay uh, to, to bring him back. Now, I could be wrong. That's just me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, and, 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 what, and their inability to run the ball consistently and effectively is not all on Pollard or Doddle. Uh, I think the offensive line somewhat struggled at times uh, run blocking, uh, and and they weren't they, they did t- defenses didn't seem worried that if, if they let those guys break the line of scrimmage, they were going to the house because it just didn't happen. I think the longest run uh, during the season might have been a Dak scramble or an end around or something like that, because I think I don't have it in front of me that Pollard's longest run might have been 30 some yards. Yeah. He, uh, ex- just
0: he was explosive early in his career. And of course he wasn't used a lot. Everyone give him the ball more. And that's what happens. But then he does have amazing strength inside. And he seemed like he got a lot of yards after contact when it's a group, you know what I mean by that? Like he would right. turn around and go backwards almost like by, by his, his legs were behind him, but going backwards a lot.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and you're exactly right. And so, uh, you know, I'll still contend they missed Zeke uh, and certainly could have used him, um, you know, if he would have played for whatever they thought they could afford. Now, I think they thought they could afford to go without him, but, uh, you know, averaging four yards a carry uh, basically is not going to get it in this league when there's other teams out there four and a half and five. Uh, so that's something's got to improve. They got a lot of things they got to improve. Uh, and, and 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 most of all, uh, and this is going to be difficult. Uh, how they play against teams with winning records, right? They went four and five during the regular season, uh, and, and uh, or four and four of their five losses were to teams with winning records, and then they lost in the playoffs uh, to a team with a winning record. And next year, oh by the way. 11 of their 17 games are going to be against teams with winning records from this last season, and nine of those games will be against teams that were in the playoffs this year. So they went from a relatively easy schedule this year to a much harder schedule next year if we even consider that three of the four teams playing uh, this weekend uh, are on their schedule.